0: Blog
1: Talk Radio You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at BlogtalkRadio dot com Slash Wide Men Can't Jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen t New at NewLawOffice.com, StripCamFun.com. com. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com backslash atomic comics and collectibles, LLC, as well as at Stay Classy meats at stayclassymeats.com where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at widemencantjump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter at Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. We're back, we're back, we're back. Another week, and it kind of seems like uh, we had to go out and uh, go to church this week. So there was a little bit of what we like to call an old-fashioned sports revival. As uh, the talks have intensified, sports are coming back sooner rather than later. We'll talk all about it here within the next two hours. And joining me, as always, as always, he's traveled the world. Looking for the perfect moose and beaver. Ladies and gentlemen, well, we've all looked for the the best beaver. It's Tim Dombrova.
2: Can confirm, Nate. Uh, Beaver hunt successful.
1: (laughs) Always a good time there. Gotta love that.
2: No, you don't really want to go after the moose too badly. That's another story.
1: Yeah, they're mean.
2: They can, well, yeah, if you go moose hunting, you better, you know, shoot to kill. You, know, you don't want to be tussling with no moose.
1: Shoot to kill. Pray to thrill.
2: Dress to thrill. <laughs> too many women. Too, too many, many women. <laughs> 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 yeah, well,
0: anyway.
1: We're on uh, the same page, at least, this week. Yeah, how Make about you different books? How about, how about it? How about, how, about how about it? Sports? Before we dive into the ACDC world, there, but yeah, sports, yeah, coming back, mm-hmm. man, can't wait.
2: Be glad can't I did not didn't, uh, Be glad I didn't launch into "Sink the Pink."
1: Well, we we thank you for that.
2: You may not know that song. That's a bit of a deep cut.
1: It is a deep cut, but she does have the jack. So, indeed, and a whole lot of roses. Yeah, uh, you know how that is. I've been thunderstruck.
2: You know, oh Jesus! Back in black, mate.
1: Dirty deeds can be done dirt cheap, Tim.
2: <laughs> You're nothing but a problem, child, mate.
1: Uh, oh, you know me. I've been walking the razor's edge.
2: <laughs> we could play this game for a while, so. We really could, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot, a
2: lot, a lot of albums, a lot of songs there. Um,
1: Absolutely, anyway, and they're you know, all, and they're all the same three chords. All right, right. Anyway, What's let's, let's dive into on, it here uh, this week
2: before well, we go no, too far. Yeah, let's let's handle some personal business.
1: We do have personal business. Uh, you, you know, you were in charge of this. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you lay it out
2: here? Oh, well, you know, Facebook. Well, I'm not really in charge. A request was made, and of course, as we. Love our listeners. We have acquiesced to the request. Uh, certain young ladies' birthday coming up on uh, Friday, I believe. I'll tell you
1: what, Tim, Tim you got to admit, we will work harder for our our fans and those that listen to us than any other duo. We will bend over backwards.
2: Well, I'll tell you, you what, we you, name, you name what Well, thank God it's bending over backwards and not forwards. Good God. If it's forwards, we're not going to get there. But. <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be waiting. Um, name me another podcast that'll write you a birthday tune because you yeah, asked for one. I don't know. I think there the, might be a couple. Right, but...
1: The the I write birthday tunes podcast. I mean, so Joe on, Rogan. Joe Rogan Stitcher. ain't writing you yeah, no
2: no birthday song.
1: No, he's just writing checks.
2: Yeah, I mean he don't.
1: Buy, but he isn't writing you a check.
2: Well, no, he ain't writing me shit. No, he ain't writing <laughs> any of his fans a check. He's taking your checks, maybe. Uh, Hundred million dollars! Good lord,
1: unbelievable! Could have gave uh, us yeah, a million. Well, we'd have, we'd have done it. So anyway,
2: uh, Danielle's uh, bigger, better half uh,
1: holds your. I don't off, know about the I better thought. part, but sure.
2: Well, I am to suck up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, you know, just because she's a pharmacist now, it doesn't mean you got like, to like you not have to be afraid of her anymore, right? She's not at school no more. Mm, no, she's not. You're right. No, well, yeah. So you, you don't have to be. Don't fear the the wrath of Hoff. Man, that could be a movie. Anyways, uh, so we, we uh, with the help of uh, cousin Frank, <laughs> cousin Frank. Oh God, what a story.
0: Oh, no, no. Anyway,
2: but anyway, with the help of cousin Frank, uh, we've uh, constructed a small little ditty for uh, Danielle's birthday, and uh, I just want to oh, practice no. I want to preface it with the uh, with the fact that uh, I hope for her birthday she gets uh, many, many, many chicken nuggets. Apparently, that's <laughs> and uh, can I get that same that, wish, please? <laughs> well, I, I'll take that wish daily. let I mean, to be my birthday, um, yeah. and that uh, she eats them on a uh, a, a dirt bike,
1: <laughs> a green and black dirt bike.
2: A green and black dirt bike, big enough for both, and Nick the hand feeds her the chicken nuggets as she demands them. How about yeah. that's a visual while keeping that's social distance? That's gonna be tough. No, they they're no, they're a family unit. They don't have to keep the six feet.
1: Okay. okay. Well, I mean she he he could use one of those little grabbers. You ever seen those, the grabbers? And and dip them in the sauce of her choice. <laughs> you know, there was no yeah, there was no mention
2: of the sauce.
1: Uh hmm. I don't know. Danielle's pretty saucy herself. She may be the sauce. Well, this is what I hear, that she's
2: kind of spicy. Uh, I can't she confirm this per- personally, but I've heard that you don't I really want to mess with her.
1: <laughs> I, with I can confirm. Can't,
2: can. Houston can <laughs> confirm. We have a problem, and it's not her?
1: No, nah, she's no problem, but can confirm the feistiness.
2: Well, okay. well I said spicy, but feisty will do.
1: No, oh, spicy, okay. feisty, can, tomato, can, tomato. Yeah, but,
2: She's from Mingo.
1: Give her a break. (laughs) Mingo, really? Mingo County.
2: Okay, well, I thought they, uh, according to Facebook, they live in Polka.
1: Well, they moved there. I'm just saying where she's from. She's not a a dot.
2: So she's a, no, she's a Mingo dot.
1: (laughs) In Mingo County, if you got a dot, it's probably a tick. But...
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh west virginia how
1: i love you uh check uh, everybody in your family for ticks by the way it is Uh, that time of year uh, we should be doing that anyway but uh
2: yeah we're uh,
1: near as romantic as brad paisley makes it out to be
2: let's roll the tape and then we'll talk about the failed attempts at the birthday song when we're done hearing the final all right
1: all right danielle this is from us and frank to you happy birthday
2: hey danielle this is Tim, eh? And my good buddy Frank. How's it going, eh? Pretty good, eh? So, I uh, here, it's your birthday, eh? You know that when you have a birthday in Canada, eh? You put your toque on, and there's rings, and you count them, and that's how old you are, eh? But I understand. Like, I don't know how old you are because Nick wouldn't tell us, eh? But in Canada, you'd be 42, eh? But anyhow, here's a little song that uh, Frank put together for you. I hope you like it. The, uh, ballad of, uh, Danielle Hoff, a birthday, eh, in Canada.
0: Hey.
2: Well, another year is come and gone. Grab your tooth and put that fucker on. We're gonna go out and drink a lot of beer, and we're gonna have the bar yell out, Danielle is here! The rumor was she was just a poser, but we found out she's a real good hoser. So happy fucking birthday to you! Well, you got so drunk that you made a scene... How in the hell did you eat all that poutine? You were doing maple syrup shots, telling everyone who'd listen to just take off. I knew it was probably time to bail when you hit that bitch with a beaver tail. So happy fucking birthday to you. Well, we weren't sure if you were going to be all because the party went deep into the night. And that's when things took a real strange twist when you began to scream out, I'm a pharmacist. (laughs) <laughs> well, we knew then everything would be okay because that script you forged took the pain away. And before I passed out, I'm sure I just heard you say, oh, damn, this was a wonderful day.
0: Happy birthday to me!
1: My God.
2: I'll tell you that, Frank. What a set of uh, vocal cords.
1: Kind of reminded me of Tim Wilson.
2: Who the hell is Tim Wilson?
1: He's a great uh, storyteller, uh, songwriter. Yeah, okay. Was a comedian. He was very good, very good, very talented. Uh, but Frank nearly he brought the house down. We should just roll credits. I don't think we're going to top that.
2: <laughs> Frank is a wordsmith. What can I say?
1: He's a wordsmith. He's no he, he's a no lot filter. of
2: things. No filter. He's a lot no of balls. things.
1: Yes, he is a, a he's a cigarette non-filtered. That's for sure.
2: Uh, I'm I'm thinking possibly challenged. I know that's not politically <laughs> correct, but, <laughs>
1: but they do say some of the they do say some of the greats were uh, had a touch of something. When we I mean, figure I'm out what sure it is, we'll let you know. There's a team of scientists
2: working on it now.
1: Sure yes, it. And, and hopefully so we anyway, get it figured um, out by the end of the week.
2: The failed attempts were, of course, uh, 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 Marilyn Monroe sings uh, "Happy Birthday, Mrs. Pharmacist." That didn't pay <laughs> Because I laughed too hard. Um, then we did have what a uh, uh, old Mickey rendition. Those of you who are oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought you know, there's a chance they're not old enough to really appreciate uh, Tony Basil and O'Mickey, so that might have fallen flat.
1: Well, neither am I, but I know it. So, but you, but you know, the again, song, I'm wrong. But I'm weird though because. I know about. I know more yeah, about music from before I was born than music after I was born. I mean, it's kind of a bit of a one-hit wonder, so there's a
2: possibility that that might play to a, you know, to an empty arena. So that that one didn't go. But uh, and then there was a uh, there was a brief thought about, uh, as I told you earlier, uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers cover, but that didn't pan out.
1: Any kind of Chili Pepper song is going to be tough because there's more words in Chili Pepper song than in the dictionary.
2: Well, and then it's when almost it, got to be um, how do I word it uh, nonsensical, but somehow makes sense at the same time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so that unless it's time true, to,
1: men don't kill coyotes, then you can just do whatever you want. But that's a deep well, cut I w- for Chili, for I chili will Pepper. Chili Pepper
2: So uh, I don't know now. Now what we've got to find out is if any of this is in fact, if there's any truth to this story, because I believe the Hoffs did cross the border uh, last summer or winter. I'm not sure when.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they visited the they visited the Great White North, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Well, I don't know if Danielle was smacking bitches with beaver tails, but
1: uh... (laughs) I know. Listen, I don't know if she did or not, but I know she's definitely not below it. If she got to if she got to do it, she'll do it.
2: And apparently chowing down on poutine, which, you well, know, I don't know. Well, I of mean, that's what everybody not, does no, in no. Canada. Okay, but there's eating it, and then there's eating it till you puke, and that's not so dangerous because, uh, man, you want to talk about calories. Good Lord. Like
1: You know, of all the great Canadian <laughs> artists that have come out and have been mainstream successful, and, you know, you, you hear about all these different people. You know, you had Brian Adams, Celine, Celine, Celine Dion, she's Canadian. I think she you hear is. You about you. Yep. Uh, Shania Twain, uh, of course, yep. the greatest rock band in the whole wide world. Rush, Uh um, one. One. and then one of the worst bands of all time, Nickelback. Uh, oh, Justin Bieber, sure, yeah. Drake, all these, all these different groups that came out. Not, not one Alanis of them. Mo- not one of them. What? Uh, Morissette, uh, Bare Naked Ladies. We could go on. Um, you know, not really the Guess Who, the one. Not really one of them ever mentioned the. uh the great poutine in their music. Well, that's
2: because, first off, the poutine is French. So that, Who cares? that takes away. Well, and it did not really gain popularity until the mid 90s or so. It was around, but it didn't become a cultural thing. So I'm surprised <laughs> that the bare naked ladies have not mentioned poutine.
1: I mean, if they did, they did it so fast, nobody heard them.
2: Well, or it wasn't We're Talking about Chickadee it, China,
1: it? the Chinese chicken, you know, but I don't know if they ever mm-hmm. mentioned poutine.
2: Because it's all about value.
1: <laughs> you know, it's one of my mom's favorite songs, One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies.
2: Because it's been... she loves that song. Now, I've always been a fan of the Million Dollars one. I, I've always kind of liked. And,
1: um, oh, another great Canadian it? act that nobody talks about. Jamiroquai. It's another good oh, one. Good. Oh, good. Oh, Lord. Oh, get out of here. is awesome.
2: <sighs> next, you're going to tell me Neil Young is going to be next on your list. Uh, Joni I Mitchell.
1: I, I'm, not going, I'm not going that far. Yeah, you know, don't because being going to have words. Well, he's rocking in the free world, and, and you, of course, who I can forget, forget the one-hit wonder from way up north, Snow? Our man, he's in boom, boom, now.
2: Even we sing it that way. Everybody
1: does, but him. The
2: only words I know is in man. Like you said, Icky boom, boom,
1: yeah. That's all I know. Actually uh, not, I just
2: took one out of my out of my uh is a great Canadian group. Oh you know, yeah, Lover is
1: awesome. Lover is so.
2: awesome. Lover Boy's a yeah. awesome. Canadian There's probably a lot more that have happened since the nineties. I just don't know. I'm sure. Avra Levine's a pretty popular singer. I mean whether you like her or not's another story, but she was pretty big there for a while. Yeah, I mean
0: that's Canada so produces many. a
2: lot of good artists, but a lot of them will kind of actually pretend they're not Canadian because it's kind of a stigma until you make it really, really big. Because you almost have to leave the country and go into the United States to where all the people are. You, you can't really make a living up here. There's not enough people.
1: Apparently, Sean yeah. Mendez is from Canada. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's another one. Rufus Wainwright, Broken Social Scene. They're pretty good. Gordon Lightfoot, of... another Canadian. <laughs> The Erect of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, of course. I, I forgot about Arcade Fire. I always liked Arcade Fire, too.
2: The Big Lake Victor, Gucci Gummy. Yeah, know that song. Of course, you
1: know, song. Brian Adams. Uh, the band. Ah, oh, the band. How did we forget? Ah, Backman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, BTO. Oh, Leonard Cohen. Oh, fuck off. Boring Look, shit. It, Boring, maybe, but influential. You gotta admit it.
2: Guy can't sing. He's another one. He's a, he's Canadian's version of Bob Dylan. That he's somehow a, <laughs> he's somehow a wordsmith, but he doesn't really have a very good singing voice.
1: But but yeah, no, never... I
2: mean, he is well he is well known. though. you're right.
1: Very well known. He did Hallelujah for God's sake. That's one of the most beautiful songs ever written.
2: We're forgetting the biggest Canadian star, though, mate.
1: No, I mentioned Rush.
2: No, you're forgetting even bigger than that. The sheer size and scope of this artist is incredible. I can't believe we both forgot it.
1: I mentioned Justin Bieber.
2: No, no, no. You're not You're not thinking clearly, and you're missing my hints. The sheer size and scope. Um, well known for that amid- uh, unforgettable haircut. Stunning beauty.
1: <laughs> uh... Sinead O'Connor? No, no, you're getting one. She worn, was man. Irish. Uh, um, you You said Atlanta's one set. I'm trying I to
2: think of I some more clues. Um, uh, got a thing about not liking the beef. Protested Alberta beef. She's from Alberta, but Canadian, obviously. Protested Alberta beef, which was rather... Uh, um,
1: <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga, uh, oh, I don't know.
2: Well, no, um, I'm trying to... I can't tell you a song she sings because it's not... Madonna? Madonna loved the beef.
1: <laughs> uh, she dated Rodman, so she'd have to. Yeah, uh,
2: She just kind of went both directions. Uh, the great... The, uh, just, the great Katie Lang. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Great,
1: oh, oh, oh yeah. Katie Lang, well, of course. The, how could... How on earth could we forget... <laughs> the, the reason break? why... Katie, yeah, where? I don't
0: know. The reason why.
2: Everybody check if you know
0: the words. And calling uh, craving has
2: always been. Hold on, Nate. I'm getting a text from Frank. Just a second here.
1: Ah, oh,
0: Frank, Frank. Frank.
2: Oh, Frank is apparently listening live, and he, he just told me he said I can only aspire to ever write a song as great as Katie Lang.
1: Maybe one day he will. But I tell you what, if you're pissed off because this sports podcast has been 20 minutes and we've yet to talk about sports, <laughs> if you want to sue? Yeah, get used to it. Number one, and if you want to sue? You need to call Stephen P. New at newlawoffice dot com. The great Stephen P. New. Now it's New Taylor and Associates. So check them out. NewLawOffice.com. Let's hear some more from Stephen. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling one 800 208 9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203- 9169 Stephen P. New. Answers to your legal questions. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to StayClassyMeats.com and use the promo code. Wide Men to save 10% on your order. That's right. If you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code Wide Men, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a three pound of Montana grass-fed brown beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality products out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, at to stayclassymeats.com right now. Go check out Stay Classy Meats because, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, it is delicious. Stayclassymeats.com, promo code WIDEMEN. They bring you the show. Great sponsor. So good. They send me directly to your door. No going out. You can keep your social distance. You don't have to worry about it. So good. Check it out com. all right well Tim we've had a couple of a uh, couple of, of things really that have come to light here within the past week um, we'll go ahead and we'll swing it to you first because the NHL has talked about coming back and and their plans to to make it happen uh, and they've got a way of doing it so far you said it was maybe a little bit of a disappointment what can you tell us about sure, the NHL well, and what's going down.
2: The only thing that we really got etched in stone was that the season is dumb. That they're coming, they're going to come back, but but the regular season is over. So we're going right into a, the playoffs, and after that, things got they're a little sketchier. They're expanding sketchy. the
1: field too, are they not? They're
2: going to twenty four to try to make up, I guess, for some who were maybe, you know, on the bubble or whatever, and there's no real fair way to include or exclude somebody. But there's still some talk about how they're gonna seed it and things of that nature. That's still up in the air. There was ab- there was absolutely nothing about a time frame or where this was gonna happen. Um so really it was kind of anticlimactic to be honest I mean they obviously got some kind of a plan but they still got to work that out with with the PA um, because you can't do anything without the players chop Uh, and apparently there is some concern about um, hub cities and uh, if we're going to go to like Edmonton is on the list because the rink is an all-inclusive there's a hotel there's a couple of restaurants Well, there's more than one Mm -hmm. hotel there's several, and it's all in the same complex. You don't have to go outside to uh,
1: go anywhere. And they but, can limit fans that way and and be able okay, to keep social but, distance.
2: Right, but the problem there is, is that there are some players who are not very keen about being quarantined without their families for several months. Yeah. Um, so whether everybody's going to get on board, uh, two teams voted against the playoff decision, even. So there is, there is some discord, not a lot, but some. Uh, and until, I guess, until they... Because uh, I know today the Alberta government asked the federal government, or the Canadian government, I guess, to allow travel exemptions for athletes. So I assume that Edmonton is on the list, or it's the big target because there's barely... I would say relative to any other big city that I'm aware of, maybe there are a few in the United States that have franchises that don't have much in the way of the virus, but Edmonton is about as free as you can get for a city of a million people. There's, uh, I think there's 52 cases in a city of a million. So, you know, I don't know about the math of that, but it's, it's no New York city or Los Angeles or any of these kinds of places. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I said I was left with more questions and answers, to be honest. But at least they're, I guess they're attempting to, to push it forward, so I guess that's something.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely an idea. Um,
2: it's definitely a work in progress. There's no two ways around
1: that. Yeah, it is. Well, there's and... a lot of
2: questions to answer. Like how far, you know, how big of a window do they really have? Are, are they willing to push the – I mean, I've got to assume and I've got to assume it's the same for basketball. I mean, how long are these guys going to need to get back into shape? I mean, you don't think – Yeah, really at much.
1: least at least a couple of weeks.
2: Well, and you wouldn't think – I mean, they don't – like and if you're removing the regular season games out of the equation, you don't really think you want to throw guys into a playoff series when they haven't seen the ice. Like that just seems like – I don't know. Wrong on, on a lot of levels. So if they're going to give them a week or two, let's say they give them two weeks to practice, and let's go with June the first, which isn't going to happen, but let's say it's June the first. That, yeah. that makes it June fifth. That makes it June fifteenth before you can even start doing anything. The playoffs normally take, you know, eight to ten weeks.
1: Well, you, know, Austin, they're gonna, well, you Austin, know they're going to. You know they're going to speed it up. They're going to you
2: know have gonna speed to because. It up. because I mean, June fifteenth. We're not very far off from when from when everything would start back up again. Now, are you going to push back the well, draft? I, you know, there's just so many questions.
1: Well, I would assume with hockey, not only are they going to push back the draft, they're also going to push back the start of next season. Um, because I don't know if hockey has talked about it, but I know the NBA has talked about it. Uh, they were talking about potentially waiting and starting at christmas which wouldn't make me mad at all because i've always thought the nba season should start around christmas anyway because that's when people really get hyped for the season i think starting in october there's too much going on i think there's too much going on with football still and football is king whereas if you wait till christmas football the regular season of football is almost over then you could start basketball, and basketball could go a little longer, and maybe compete a little bit with baseball, whereas you have day baseball games and and such like that. And it just to me, it's a better option.
2: I don't know if you want. I mean, do they really want to t- take on December football in the playoffs and all that shit?
1: I don't think they would be taking them on per se. Like they already they already played during that they time all, anyway. Yeah, I
2: suppose. I mean, let's like, be honest. I mean, we're looking at a we're looking at a brand. Everything is new. Nobody really knows. We don't really know, like what what is the. We assume the response is going to be out of this world, but maybe it won't be. You know, I
1: don't. I mean, maybe not.
2: But then again,
1: it would be weird in a way because if you do push the NBA like that, it's really going to throw off the NBA draft, and it's going to throw off college because you have a lot of those guys that come out and. So I'm going to test and see where I end up. I'm going to well, keep my option open, though, and come back to school, possibly. You run into those different options, and that could be a problem as well.
2: The big thing in the draft is,
1: what's the order going to be? How are
2: you going to right determine Right now, we that? don't we know.
1: The draft's been delayed, it, so right now, we it, don't it, know.
2: Right, but, but let's say, okay, so even in hockey, all right, so we've canceled the regular season, we've, we've killed the season. Okay. All right. So uh, okay. So are we taking the standings at that, that where they were when it ended, and that's how you're going to determine who who drafts
1: first? Uh, it's well, the NBA will still do the lottery. They have that at well, least. If, that's you know, kind of a has buffer. The
2: lottery too, but but even for that, for who you who you putting in there? Like well because well, and I mean I, because of the the playoff situation, you've got teams that wouldn't normally, be, at least for hockey, you've got teams who wouldn't normally be in the in the playoffs. In the playoffs. So let's say some team who is the 24th seed. Gets lucky and and makes it out of the first round and is suddenly in the normal world that would push you back down in the draft. But does that team really deserve to be pushed back down in the draft? Cause they're really not that good. They just got lucky in the playoff. Uh-huh. Round that they shouldn't even that they shouldn't even be it. Well, exactly. and And I mean, I imagine that there's all kinds of legal shit going on. There's all kinds of, uh, I'm sure the networks are got to be all involved. Like, all right, if we push this back, how in the hell are we going to show three sports at the same time? Uh, they probably don't have a problem with doing it, but the logistics and the calendar and sharing buildings and all of this stuff, I mean, there is just a shitload of things that you've got to figure out. I mean, NBA and NHL share buildings. So you got to make sure if you're going to come up with, even for next year, if you're going to change the schedules. Is shit going to be open? We got to make sure we don't have the, you know, the NBA franchise playing when the NHL team is in town. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's a lot of work. And a lot of people yeah, to drop their shop off, man. I mean, it's a lot of work. I mean, normally they start, I don't know about the NBA,
1: but I have to assume it's the same.
2: The NHL starts figuring out the next regular season the day that the playoffs end.
1: No, I'm sure the NBA does the same thing.
2: All right, so now you've already taken, I mean, the regular season in hockey should have been over April the 10th, I believe. So you've already shaved almost two months off of that time frame just to figure things out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I just don't know. Uh, I mean, I hope it all works out. I hope they all come back. But there's a part of me that just wonders whether they're going to be able to logistically pull it off, whether the government and the health people are going to let them pull it off is another question that I'd have no answers for. I guess, I mean, I, I think there's still a little part that's in the dark and nobody really knows.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to, to look at. And, but it looks like they're getting closer. Let, I'm going to look, I got an, an article here. Um, Ramona Shelbourne wrote the article. Uh, the NBA has entered ex, exploratory conversations with the Walt Disney Company about resuming its season at Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex in Orlando in late July. Uh the NBA in conjunction with the Players Association engaged with the conversations with Disney about restarting the, the season in late July. And oh there they go, call on us now. Uh <laughs> oh,
2: commissioners.
1: You know how they are. But uh and they want to use the Wide World Sports Complex in Florida as a single-site campus for games. Their priority continues to be health and safety of everyone involved. They're working with public health experts, government officials, and other for protocols. It remains unclear whether the NBA will play the remainder of its season or proceed directly to the playoffs. I assume that they'll go directly to the playoffs, but, again, we don't know that. The 220 acres ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex with three arenas, hotel accommodations would allow the league to restart and play while limiting outside exposure. According to Adrian Wojnowski, uh he reported last Friday, the NBA has a Board of Governors call set for this coming Friday, which is expected to provide more details for a timetable to continue the season. Uh, It says here, teams are expecting the league to instruct them to start recalling players around June 1st. They're discussing a step-by-step plan for resuming the season that includes an initial two-week recall for players into the marketplaces for a period of quarantine, one to two weeks of individual workouts at the team facility, and two to three-week formal training camp. Barring an unforeseen turn of events, many NBA owners... Executives and players association elders believe Adam Silver will green light the return to play in June with games expected to resume sometime before the end of July.
2: Okay, but Jesus man, that's two months away.
1: And again, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, don't do it. Just end it now. Don't declare championship. You gotta remember there's a lot of money. Involved here, and a lot of people that want to see a champion. And yeah, it's two months, but again, at this point in time, they're uh, not going to go up against. They're not going to go up against football if they come back. They're just not no, going. I, to. I if, just mean, if they come back and football is doing football, they will. They will make sure that they're not butting heads with football because they will lose if they try. In my I opinion, I just
2: don't. I just don't think like. For me, I think they should end the season and go right into the playoffs. That takes out a whole shit pile of, of possible scenarios that you no longer have to deal with. A, it limits the amount of players and people and stuff and games you have to deal with. That makes good sense to me. Um, I mean, that's two months. If we're, if they decide anything by June 1st, now what if I mean, we know and that nothing works fast when the government gets involved and all of that stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, like I said I'm hopeful, but in another two months, I'm—I I don't know if I'm going to care.
1: I will. <laughs> I'm going to care because I'm missing sports so bad right now. I've been yeah, watching dude, so gonna much. Be,
2: that's going to be what? No, uh, how much? How early was it into March that this died? The fourteenth or something
1: like that? March eleventh. We were live on the uh, air when the NBA know, ended the season. So,
2: so that's April, May. So it's already been 10 weeks. Now you're going to tell me I'm going to have to wait another eight, and that's best-case scenario?
1: Again, it's, it's better than nothing, I think, at this point.
2: Is it, though? I mean, it, I is mean it is in the sense of, okay, you've got something to watch. Fine. I understand that. But as far as the actual – for the league and the product and all that, is it actually better?
1: I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because I know guys want to finish out the season. If I'm the NBA, I'm just calling the season. I'm or, By that, I mean calling the season. And unlike the NHL, I'm not extending – the playoffs, like I'm not doing a 2014 playoff. I'm leaving it where it's at. I'm saying all right, because okay, that,
2: that all depends on. on whether they can do that or not. Whether they have to get the chop of the players' association to do that, and I don't know well, about that. The
1: NBA. Well, here, here, if the NBA, does, here's what I'm hoping the NBA will do, and this is me. Um, let me find the standings. Hold on. All right, so right now, if if the East ended today, let's just say they called it, Milwaukee would play Orlando. Well, hold on. I got something else to talk about with that. If they keep the traditional route, Milwaukee, Orlando, Toronto, Brooklyn, Boston, Philly, Miami, Indiana. That's your playoff matchups in the East. In the West, Lakers, Lakers, Grizzlies, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets, and Rockets, and Jazz Thunder. So that would be interesting as well to see that. Now, that's if they keep that traditional format. Now, out of eighth place is Portland. They're ninth, and they're tied with uh, New Orleans and 10th, but they're both three-and-a-half back from eighth place in the west. In the east, five-and-a-half back is Washington. I think you've got a good argument here to just go ahead and go straight to the sixteen-team playoff. And well, speaking of it, going to uh, it, speaking of going to it, ladies and gentlemen, it's it Jeff. He's back. Jeff, Sorry for the uh, Jeff, being Chickolo so prompt Jeff. tonight. <laughs> it's okay, Jeff. Yeah. We know you're a busy man, but we thank you for calling as all yeah, well. and joining us.
2: Yes, and I'll finish that thought off, Nate. You say that you they've got a case and I say, yeah, unless you play for Portland, New Orleans, or Sacramento, or maybe even San Antonio, they're only 4 games back with 20 But there games was only like there was
1: only like 10 games, 10 to 15 games left in the season.
2: You can't erase 3 games in 15 games? I mean, yeah, you can,
1: but at this like it's okay, not like well, it's they're a half make... game.
2: No, but they're going to make that argument.
1: Fix. Okay. Well, look. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. If you make that argument, okay, you can make that argument. Sure. Are any of those teams that could possibly get into that eighth spot? Are any of them going to be worth a damn? Come playoff time. We don't
2: know that because were they going to get their... beat in
1: the first round? Yeah. You
2: don't know. You don't know that because they're, they're, they're playing the Lakers. Those...
1: Hell, when was the last Dude, time an eighth seed beat a one?
2: It's been yeah. years. When's the last time an eight seed got two and a half months off in the regular season before the playoffs start?
1: And you make a point there. That's the trouble. With what's all your of thoughts on this return?
3: So oh, this first I've heard of it, actually. Well, so there are no returns. Potentially. No, potentially. N- nothing
2: etched in stone. We're just, there's talk about some of the teams would like to have a play, a, a play in, into the playoff for the ones that are kind of half-assed close. And some of the other teams are saying, screw that noise, let's just end it and take the top eight and go about our business.
3: Is there a problem with the record? I mean, like cause some teams are like like seven and a half out or nine and a half. If somebody else would play, would there be like a?
2: Well, the big, the big problem is in the West, where Portland, yep. New Orleans, and Sacramento are all three and a half back. So, so potentially. Back
3: of, the, of, eight. The, eight of the eighth spot. Yeah. So mm.
2: potentially, with what? 16 games left in the season.
1: Give or take.
2: They, well, Portland's got 16 games left. So could they make up three and a half games in 16?
1: Potentially uh, they could.
2: Potentially and definitely if they're playing Memphis in any of those 16 games, which I don't know if they are. But if they're on the schedule, well, then you could make the argument well, yeah, that's kind of. Not fair, but maybe you got to make the argument. Well, this is a one-in-a-lifetime kind of situation, and it isn't going to be fair. So you're just going to have to suck it up and live with it.
3: Uh, and wh- what's the uh, what's the East look like? Is it pretty much set in stone?
1: Yeah, the closest team is the Wizards. They could make a run potentially, but they're, they're not. They're they're five games they're back. They're five.
2: They're five and a half back, and Charlotte is seven back. So I could
3: see if some teams were like maybe a half game or one out right now, but that's know, what I'm saying. They, um, okay, I'm not.
2: Have, dis, I'm have, not disagreeing. I'm just saying that they're going to have to vote on this stuff, and there's going to yeah. be people that aren't going to like it. So. Right, you're right. You know, I, I don't know whether that gets by the PA well, or not.
1: Well, people may not have liked it, but let's be honest here. Nobody, and I mean nobody, was happy about the season getting shut down, and it happened. Well, I'm so, thinking if
2: if the league is smart, they basically tell the Portland's and New Pelicans and the Kings, hey, look, we know this is kind of slightly unfair, but do you want to be the team that goes on the record as being the team that fucking killed the season?
1: Or I tell you what, they could compromise. They could be like, "Look, okay, here's what we'll do. Because you kind of got the shaft here, and you didn't get a chance to try to play your way in in a whole season, we'll give you a few extra ping pong balls in the lottery." I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, and then you're gonna
2: have, and then you're gonna have the eighth place team going, "Screw that, noise! Why did they get more ping pong balls? Like, you can't." Well, the eighth place in, team,
1: right? the eighth place team doesn't even get a ping pong ball. So if you're in the oh, playoffs, wow, you wow, don't wow. have a shot at the lottery. There's yeah, no but, shot.
0: Well,
2: all right. I don't know. I'm just saying that they've got to come up with something that they know they can get whatever is required in a vote, which I don't know if it's 50% or 75 or majority. I, I don't know what the rules are. But whatever it is, they've got to be pretty sure that they're going to get that when they take it to the PA or when they vote on it.
1: So, I think they'll come up know. with something. I mean, they. I feel like they kind of have to. And Look at it this way. If you're a team that's not... Like, let's just say they decide to call the regular season, you don't have to go anywhere. You can just stay home with your family. You well, got to get a, you know,
0: yeah, well, you
2: yeah. get a really
1: long I, vacation.
2: I'm wondering, as an owner, if the, if the NBA just doesn't tell you, hey, look, if this doesn't pass, there's not going to be any money to hand out to anybody. And at least if we get playoffs and all that stuff, you're, you're going to get a cut at least. And that's better than nothing. So those are your choices. I mean, let's be honest, the dollars and cents same with the players now. If there's no season and they can't come to any kind of agreement going forward, how do these guys how are these guys getting paid? Are they going to get paid for what's left? Probably not.
1: <laughs> we need to talk about that too. Can we can we talk about that a little bit? Talk about the uh the controversy in uh Major baseball. League Baseball, or as I'm starting to call it now, Major League Bitching, over uh, what's going on oh. there? Anybody, any well, objections? They came, to, they came
2: to some kind of agreement, didn't they?
1: Some, some Did they? Sliding.
2: I believe so, that they came to some kind of agreement about... Well, oh, hold on, the players are apparently not... Hold on, I'm just reading. Players balk okay. at MLB's proposal to catch
1: salaries. <laughs> But what, but what do you guys think? If they cut the season in half, do you they need for, to be?
2: You get paid for half. You only work half t- the time. You don't get paid when you don't do anything. It's not an injury. It's, that's I mean, there's got to be something in the contract that covers that, you think.
1: What do you think, Jeff? Do you think that the, well, the MLB <laughs> players are right or no? Uh,
3: I think that the the owners, I mean – how are they going to – I mean, a lot of their pay is from getting, getting from the fans, and uh, the fans aren't going to be showing up for the games, half the games, so how are they going to pay?
2: Okay. Here's the here's the problem. I see the, the Major League Baseball proposed this, 82-game schedule. If you make between 560 to a 1000000 million, you'll get three-quarters of your salary. If you make between one and five million, you'll get half of it. If you make between five and ten million, you'll get forty percent. And this is why the bitching started. If you make ten to twenty million, you're only gonna get thirty percent. And if you make twenty million and up, you're only gonna get twenty percent. So wow. you take so you take Mike Trout who makes thirty seven million. He's only gonna get paid five million dollars for paying half the season. That's bullshit. Yay.
1: That that, that, that kind of is. That's
2: <laughs> bullshit. There's no way that you can expect him. I expect it should just be a sliding scale. Okay, you make eighty two million dollars, or you know one hundred sixty two million, and you played eighty one games, or you get paid eighty one million. Easy. Like, yeah, I I that's kind
1: of That's kind of BS on their part. Like I kind of get why the players are mad now. Um, like it should just be. Okay, we're playing half the games. We get half the money.
2: Yeah, I and, mean, we, and we go. 30, you're gonna take a 32 million dollar pay cut.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of BS. That you're only gonna pay Trout five <laughs> <Yeah>. million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: well, especially, uh, that's when, uh, especially when a guy who's getting uh, five million, he's gonna get two and a half million. And,
1: and, and I know, getting... but I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people are gonna get mad and be like. Well, he's still getting five million dollars. And, that, yeah, and that's that's a valid yeah. argument. It's no, valid. It's
2: no, it's not. He, they signed that contract. They're both they're both willing participants in that contract. Major league baseball doesn't have to pay the salary, so what do they care?
1: I mean well, the owners the owner what the owners are doing is actually Well, yeah, they're getting rich <laughs> but <laughs> what they're doing is they're trying to turn the fans against the players. For this, um, okay, I, okay, I, because I, I if the players, if the players are against that's, it, they look like rich foiled assholes. Yes, that's
2: that's based on half of a season. Okay, I read that didn't quite read that right. He makes thirty-seven million, so he would get nineteen million prorated over the eighty-two games. Then they only want to pay him twenty percent of that, which is five point seven million. So he he's basically taking a fourteen million dollar take.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I would be pretty mad myself. Like, if if you just give him the nineteen million, I think you're going to be okay. I think he'd do it. You know, what do you think, well, Jeff? That's
2: at least that's at least
3: fair,
1: Jeff. What do you think?
3: Uh, I I think everything should be half. we want to play half the games. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's. I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean,
2: logically, you should be getting half the revenue, so you I mean, should be the, able to afford half the bills, right?
3: Right. I mean, Major League Baseball—they make all kinds of money off these TV deals, and you know, just like for instance, the NASCAR—they're you know they're doing good if they don't have no fans there. They're getting money from the TV and all that. So, yeah. I, mean, I think baseball is doing good, but owners I mean I don't know why they're doing this percentage stuff maybe it's because <laughs> because they're greedy the, 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 that's why <laughs> right, but, well the, I'm not I understand that but I'm not uh, seeing their logic on uh, like a given a uh, given a good reason like is it revenue like not the t-shirt sales and all that the souvenirs is that why they're not going to be able to I mean, there's all kinds well, of, I, of, think I guess, I think they're too,
1: arguing, but. their argument's going to be, because there won't be fans, that they're going to lose out on ticket sales, they're going to lose out on, you know, vendor sales, they're going to lose out on merchandise sales, they're going to lose out on, you know, people buying okay, but 20, $10 good. beers and, and $7 hot dogs. Okay, but, that,
2: but that doesn't wash, because not every owner owns the building, not every owner gets the same cut of concessions and tickets and all that stuff. That depends on what kind of a deal you've got. With whatever city you're in and all that. So I don't even know if that's an argument really.
1: Well, I mean but that's what they're gonna use as an argument, is all I'm I mean, saying. I,
2: when I read further into it into this, the other thing that jumps out is that sixty five percent of major league baseball players make a
1: million dollars or less. So they yeah. really
2: kinda they kinda went after the guys who were getting paid the big bucks
1: yeah and I think they're trying to they're just trying to save money and because the guys that are making a million or less they're looking at it going well you know that's not too bad you know i can I can handle that whereas the guys that are making you know all this money that's promised to them they're taking these huge pay cuts and they're they're pissy about it and, yeah. and I mean yeah they have a right to that I think you should just you know what we're gonna pay everybody half because we're only going to play half the game well and what I would do is I would put incentive <laughs> bonuses. Saying, okay, if we make the playoffs, here's an incentive to make some, some extra money.
2: Well, there you is know, something like that. There's, there is $200 million in playoff bonuses. But that, you know, only a certain, not very many people are going to see that. So uh, the minimum you can get out of that is 5000 bucks. Well, big,
3: <clears throat> You're not going to be able to tell. Mike Trout or Bryce Harper or Garrett Cole. Hey, you want to take a? You got no. to pay. You're only going to make twenty percent. I mean, I'm
2: telling I'm telling you, if I was getting paid what Mike Trout got paid last year, and then they told me this year you you've got to pay you got to play for a twenty percent of what you made last year, I think I might sit down and go. You know what? That a,
1: a lot of guys are saying that. A lot of guys are saying that they're not going to play if if that's all they're going to make. I you know, and I mean, you see a lot, of, a lot of people getting
2: fired up. Particularly if you're a pitcher where, you know, your arm, you know, it don't take much. I mean, you could you could tear your rotator cup and be done. And if I'm going to do that, I at least want to get paid. I don't know. I, I equate it to the real world. If I told you tomorrow morning that, all right, um, we're going to cut your hours in half. And we'd also like to only pay you half of what, we, or 20% of what we were paying you for those hours. I think you're probably going to quit.
1: I don't know if I would quit, but I sure as hell ain't going to put forth no effort.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know if you were getting, let's say you were getting 40 hours a week and making 20 bucks an hour, let's say, and they came to you and told you we want you to work 20 hours a week, and we're only going to pay you 10 bucks an hour. Or no, I guess it wouldn't even be. It would be four bucks an hour.
1: You're quitting. <laughs> you're not working for that. I'm not quitting. I'm I'm going to Stephen P New because that's under minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
2: it's, but it's an analogy for regular folks.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I get where you're you, coming Yeah,
2: from. I mean, there's no way
1: you would do that. No, you wouldn't. And, Nobody would. I mean, and if the argument
2: is is that the players have got too much money, well, how about the owners then? I mean, the owner's a billionaire. Yeah. he can afford he can afford the hundred million that ain't killing him
1: No, so, nah, he's doing great yeah
2: so <laughs> i don't know i mean its just that that that's pretty weak in my opinion i'm not i'm not normally for greedy players but i i see that as being nonsense
1: well it's still an issue and it may be an issue the rest of the year because Lord knows when and if baseball is going to come back. And, and right now, we're closer to having basketball and hockey than we are baseball. Well, I mean, baseball it, 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 may, it, it may come well,
3: to where they don't even have a season because of this.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, might, it might end up being a, uh, almost a strike in a way. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, That's
2: quite possible. I mean, you get the owners aren't willing to
1: budge, there. the players aren't going to do well, it either. They'll strike.
3: But just like if you remember what David Stern did, in 1999, I mean, these players are one, they're going to want paid, you know what I mean? So they might have to take some kind of deal. Maybe. And they might be getting into a bad legal battle. I'm telling you, this could get pretty bad. Could, well, i tell you, it could, it could get is ugly. It,
2: is it something where Major League Baseball might be going? You know what? This maybe isn't such a bad thing because maybe we can give the union a great big kick in the teeth. We can get these players not to agree on anything maybe we can ring out some concessions we wouldn't normally be able to get. Right. Because, like you said, there are some guys who are going to want the money. There's going to be some guys who need the money.
0: Right.
1: You know, the sad part in all of this is right now would be, like, if, you know, we talk about baseball, the past few years has been down. People aren't watching it like they used to. The ratings have been down. They have a they have had a real opportunity. This would have been perfect if they could have worked out a deal that they could have gotten some of those maybe those fans that were gone back. They could have had the the biggest ratings they've ever had right now because people are wanting the, to watch sports and right now big, baseball has a chance. And the they and board. they're fumble farting around. They're fucking it yeah. up because they, they they're all money hungry. Of the big four, and I'm not saying just a, the players. It's not the players. It, it's the no, yeah, players.
2: No, they had the chance to be the first ones to come back, and they blew it.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah. But,
2: I, but then again, and all that being said, I get it. From I, there's a little bit of positive and negative on both sides. I understand that it's not just as simple as saying, you know, well, we'll just we'll just do this. You know, you know it, we all know common sense is probably not going to prevail. They'll strike a deal that makes no sense to anybody, more than likely. <laughs> That's normally how it worked. It seems that way, and we'll be going. Well, why didn't they just like? Isn't that just a fancy way of doing what we talked about a month and a half ago? You know. Well, yeah, except that there's two percent over here to this these dudes, and that doesn't sound like much to you guys, but that amounts to. You know, $6.2 billion over the next seven years, and we didn't want to do that. And, you know, there's, they're not just t- thinking about this year either. They'll be thinking about next year or if it ever happens again and all this kind of stuff. There's just so much, there's so many unknowns that nobody can answer.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot. All right, let's shift gears a little bit here. Let's talk about NASCAR again, because this week we had the big one in Charlotte, the Coca-Cola 600. Jeff, I know you watched. I watched for a while, um, and I ne- I didn't see the ratings, but I'm wondering how how did NASCAR do this week? It seemed like you know last week they did the two races at Darlington. This week on? they come so, back. They, they did the Charlotte Broadway? race. Yes, the Coca Cola 600. Uh, Sunday and night. What, and it was Sunday on
2: ESPN. It was on ESPN or was it on a network?
3: If uh, Fox.
2: Okay, I'll tell you what the ratings were,
1: yeah, go, go ahead and check it out.
3: they've been uh, they've been up uh, last week they were oh, at the you know they, races. Are. they were up they were up, I mean not like not like big time, but they were I mean higher than what they had been. We could just be I
2: don't know what they were doing before. um, the first hour pulled a point four, which equated to four million viewers, which on a Sunday night's not too bad, and the second hour. Pulled a point three and lost 800,000 viewers and finished at 3.1. Um, it's short of the CBS News. Short of the news, it was the highest watched show on television Sunday
1: night. Well, there you go.
2: Well, well, all of Sunday. So I guess that's pretty good. I would assume
1: there was yeah, a weather because, delay too. So yeah, uh, there that was, that, and was that's down. probably why they lost so many viewers. Was because of the rain
3: um, tonight? It rained. So they had to postpone it until tomorrow.
1: Yeah, because they, they're doing another race there, aren't they? What what they're doing? Yeah, the, uh yeah. They doing another three uh,
3: fifty. Yeah, three uh, twelve. Something. They're on a five hundred kilometer race, which comes about yeah. three hundred twelve miles. So, yeah, but so that'll be tomorrow. So. Uh, well, what do you think so about
1: that? The, the middle of the week races where they're doing the I, the five hundred kilometers. I
3: I like I like it actually because. I mean' sometimes you see, i mean it it takes like a whole week uh, to for the race sometimes they I mean now that these two get like a couple weeks off here and there but now it's about every week but uh, yeah. the drivers have complained about the season going from uh the end of January from testing all the way to the end of November I mean so you really you get december and january off it's so all in in and in that you still have um Sponsorship meetings and all that as well But
1: yeah they don't really uh, give them a lot of time And nobody really gives them credit for that Because they don't get time off really Because by the time you know the season ends And you know you think about it They do the playoff system And they get down to you know A couple of guys There's still 43 guys out there racing In that last race
3: Which right.
1: and they, they got to feel kind of silly But if they don't go out there and do it They don't get paid
3: Right uh I, you know, they don't really tell you how much they used to tell you, how much they got get paid. And I think it may have went uh, down a little bit uh, because of where Sprint left. And, but the drivers, I mean, it was at the peak, like in the late 90s and the early 2000s. Uh, the days running, of Winston Winston Cup, baby. Cup, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Cups, well, I mean, a lot of people still like that the way they ran it then. But uh, I think the guys at NASCAR thought that it had been cheaper for them with a playoff system, uh, a lot of these sponsorships weren't given full-year sponsorships. Now you see, you like see a car have four or five different sponsors on it uh, throughout the year because yeah, they've broken up the uh, how much they get paid, you know, per year or whatever, and so on. But uh, you know, you, you used to have uh, like for like Jeff Gordon had Dupont and then Earnhardt had Goodrich, but now you uh, like Kevin Harvey, he's got Bush Beer, he's got Jimmy John subs, he's got Mobile One oil. And they're all like split up, you know. And, but anyways, uh, I I think it's I think it's a good thing, uh, really, might keep the interest up. You know, if there's nothing on that particular night on Wednesday night, they've been talking about it for a while that they might do this, and uh, it might you know shorten this. You might know, might end the season in October and or uh, late September now if they would you know figure out a way how to do this. It's just I, of your track
1: I think owners,
3: it's a good idea. I, I really think track, it's a good uh, idea. A lot of your track owners got to get on board because they don't have no affiliation with NASCAR. I mean, NASCAR owns a lot of the tracks, but then there's other owners that have, like, you know, Pocono's got a separate owner, Dover does. Uh, so you'd have to get them on board to do something like this.
1: Well, you could get them on board or you could say, you know what, we're just going to go back to one of the tracks that we own. Take it right. or leave it, and
3: that's a possibility. Yeah,
1: so. like you know, they they took out you know, Rockingham's no longer a track they go to. Uh, there was a lot of really great tracks they used to go to, but like, I think the middle of the week race is a good idea uh, and a shorter race. I, I like the shorter race. That's a that that's a pretty cool concept. Ending the season a little sooner because I'll be honest with you, come November, I forget NASCAR is a thing. And right. again, it, it all comes back to: Do you want to compete with football? With football, because right. let's be honest, football is king in the United States. Your football is what runs runs it. And uh, I don't care who said they were going to quit watching football because of uh, Nike and Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. You're still tuning in. I'm sorry, you are because it's football. And you know what? Whether you agree or disagree with anything, it's football. We all love it. We all watch it. We all want to be a part of it. We all want to see it. And there's a reason why the Super Bowl is the most watched thing every year. So football is king. And, you know, NBA, they do their NBA Sunday games uh, during the season, but they try not to comp- compete with Sunday night football. Um, it's, it's one of those things where, Nobody wants to compete with them. Not even like if you look at it this way, the Super Bowl. Nobody competes with the Super Bowl. The WWE won't run a pay per view the same day as Super Bowl Sunday. They always do right. it the week. They do it the week where it's the, in between the conference championship and, and the um, Super Bowl. Then the Super Bowl. They do it the week of the Pro Bowl every year. That's the yeah. Royal Rumble. You can set it in stone. When's the Super Bowl it's the week before is the Royal Rumble. So I mean, well,
3: NASCAR put back. They push back the Daytona 500 there a week because they felt like the Super Bowl was getting too close in February.
1: Exactly. Getting
3: too close to it. So there you exactly. go.
1: Exactly. Nobody wants to take that chance. What was it, Tim? Sorry. Uh,
3: football has a,
2: particularly in America because of high school and college, has a grassroots uh, family following that no other sport can match. They talk about baseball being America's game, but I mean, you got little league, and then it kind of goes away. I mean, it's still around a little bit, but it's just not like football where, you know, every everybody knows about football in the United States. Everyone. Moms, tailgate, you know, you don't see that at other sports the way you do at football. You just don't.
1: Yeah, um, you know, Little League is more fun than Major League. I said it. I regret nothing. Right, but
2: right, but it doesn't get it doesn't get a push once the Little League World Series is over. Then you don't really hear much about baseball. I mean, I know they play baseball. At co- there's the College World Series, and they have minor leagues, but it doesn't get the press the way college football
1: does. Yeah,
2: college you know, softball is
1: fun to watch. Now, believe it or soft-
2: not, ladies' softball is making a run. They got pretty good ratings last year, so. I do see, too, just to throw this into the mix, and I know you guys are not huge fans. Well, I don't know about Jeff. I know Nate's not a huge fan of the sport, but uh, Charleston, South Carolina, will has uh, WTA Tennis will start June the 23rd, the first women's tennis tournament, and that's a biggie. All the big names will be there, apparently. So I don't know what the COVID's been doing in South Carolina, but...
1: Not really well it can't be but, that bad considering the beach in South Carolina was uh looked like it was uh fourth of July weekend. So Yeah.
3: Well they hailed a race and then they held the race at Dar- the uh at Darlington, so uh, Yeah. In South Carolina, so
2: Yeah, it doesn't say anything about fans, it just says it will get forty hours of live T V bridge.
1: Well Which is Tennis quite- t- tennis is a tough watch for me. I, I just I have a hard time with tennis. Um I just but, think it's yeah, one I mean, of the
2: sports, though, that, that, that really, like, the social distancing thing, if you're playing, isn't difficult.
1: You're already doing Yeah, it's it. true. That's true. And I so, social distance from tennis always, so, you know, easy for me.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, we, have, we had this discussion earlier, Nate. The only two places you run is the table and the washroom, so.
1: Yeah, valid. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick time out here. We've been talking a little bit here. Um, i tell you what. Jeff, did you ever get to watch uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Did you watch any of that?
3: No, I did not.
1: Okay. Well, on the other side, Tim, you and I will talk just a couple of minutes about Dark Side of the Ring. And then uh, we'll have us a little fun here in just a minute. All right. So uh, on the other side of this, great, great word from our good friends at StripCamFun.com. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to StripCamFun.com. On StripCamFun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on cam. And have some fun. When you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun. Be sure to visit right now at StripCamFun.com, where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, Pop Funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like, and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing, Simple. and head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Again, thanks to our great sponsors, Stripcam Fun and Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They'll take care of a couple of your needs. Check them out. Uh, one need is different than the other, but go check them out. Two great sponsors of the show on Wide Mid Can't Jump. All right. Good God. Yeah. All right. Dark Side of the Ring. We're gonna talk a little bit about this. Um, it Hell got renewed. By Pink Floyd. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring. It was a it was a good time to watch. Um, 10 episodes this season, they got renewed for a third season Yeah, and, and they told some great stories. Uh, the first episode, the Chris Benoit story was a, uh, a two hour introduction in the see into the, the season where they talk about, you know, Chris Benoit and how he, the, how he and his wife, Nancy got together and the death of Eddie Guerrero and how that affected Chris and, you know, of course what it ended up becoming and that, how Chris his his wife, their story tragically ended. Um, really, really sad, but again, a interesting story, you know, um, Tim, did you have any thoughts on, on that episode? Well,
2: I'll just, I'll just hit the whole thing in one big shot. Um, okay. very well done. Oh, I agree uh, my, my only knock on it is is it, 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 where it where it doesn't live up to the last dance is it really is more for people who aren't hardcore fans.
1: Yeah, it's you're, more if, of a it, common fan yeah, uh, if you know
2: a little but not a lot, you're probably going to learn something. and if you're somebody who really is into rest, pro wrestling, you're not probably going to walk away with too much you didn't already know. Um, because they didn't try to portray anybody, uh, which I like, they didn't throw anybody under the bus in any of these episodes. They kind of went Okay. Here's what this guy's got to say. Here's what this guy's got to say. You can draw your own conclusion on what you think might've happened yeah. here or didn't, or didn't happen here or whatever the case may be. Um, I mean, they could have made it a lot more controversial, but they chose not to, and that's probably a good move on their part, but, um, it's good, but but I, I got to be honest, it ain't no last dance. I'll say that. I,
1: I can agree with you there, but uh, you know, the first week was the Crispin Mois story. They pulled a point three two in uh, on the ratings. Uh, second episode of the season was the Life and Crimes of New Jack. Uh, that was a point two two nine, and boy, oh boy, I didn't learn much, but I, it just affirmed things I already knew when it came to New Jack. That that's a sick, sick man. Uh, yeah, he ain't yeah, he well. No. Uh, the Brawl for All episode did a point two two six. Interesting stuff there on the Brawl for All, especially Bart Gunn telling his side of the exactly. story, which I thought was good. Uh, Jeff will return shortly. Uh, Jimmy Snuka and the death of Nancy Argentino, .209. Believe it or not, that was the lowest rated uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode this season. The I Jimmy think, Snook well, and Nancy Argentino.
2: Anybody who cared about that one, pretty much already, like there wasn't really much they could throw out. There was a was couple new. things
1: I learned on that one. Uh, again, you know, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, uh, but I learned a few things there, and the crooked I mean, the crooked cop the cop you could tell was on the take so bad. In episode. I mean, the,
2: the only thing that makes the Benoit episode more watchable is if they can talk Sullivan into being on. And apparently, from what I understand, that was just a miscommunication on both sides, or else he would. have Yeah, been on. Uh,
1: and you know, he told his side of the story on the the Jim Cornette podcast, yeah. which I thought was really interesting to hear. Um but then uh the the week after was the one I was really looking forward to uh because I didn't know hardly anything about the story and that was the assassination of Dino Bravo. Uh it pulled a point 221. Um, really interesting I thought. Uh learned a lot about Dino and his life after wrestling and you learned what he was into, you know, how big he was in Montreal. Quebec. I mean he was. I mean yeah, he, he was I mean, a big
2: well, No word of a lie there. He was huge in
1: French. Yeah, he absolutely was. Uh, And it it was a really, really good episode. Uh, Learned a lot of information there, but still nobody has been convicted of that murder yet, which is crazy. David Schultz and the slap heard around the world. That was fun. Uh, Just because fuck John Stossel, I could watch him get slapped every day and enjoy it. Uh, 0.255 was pulled there. David Schultz is a hero in my book. Uh, and this one, <laughs> cocaine and cowboy boots, the Herb Abrams story. Uh, that yeah, one pulled that, a point that, two four six. See, that might have been one that a lot of people might not have known a lot about, or didn't even know who he was at all. I didn't so, know much. I didn't know much about any any of it. All I knew about was how he died. I did not know anything else. So, see, I'd like that
2: one was I'd good like to see him go after. Like, okay, so they're going to get a season three. Yeah, I'd they've like been reading. I'd like to see him do, like, and maybe it's been hashed quite a bit, but I'd still like to see him do it, be like the the Russo-Carnett war.
1: (laughs) I think we got some of that on the Brawl for All episode. But I'd like to see, yeah, but I'd like to
2: see, like, not necessarily them. Let's talk to people who worked with both of them on the record, not when they're drunk doing some shoot interview they don't think anybody's going to see, blah, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. You know, I want to see them, at, you know, let's get some stories that are not from either of the two of them. I think that would be interesting. I don't know what else they'd do. Like, I'm sure there's lots of stories, but I think maybe they got to aim, like, if they want to get viewership to get up, they maybe got to pick some people. You know, like, what's, I mean, is there parts of the Ric Flair story we don't know?
1: I mean, probably. maybe. Maybe the, the plane crash. Uh, well, exactly. things. The pro And their ratings will go up, I think it's where it's on vice that's a tough that's a tough channel to to get to but it's actually the highest rated program on vice
2: well i was so, sure. like up up here you can't even watch it you've gotta you've gotta get a uh you gotta subscribe yeah. to uh, to an app to watch it so you know they're not making it easy for
1: you no they're not wow. uh then they did the last ride of the road warriors which you know not a whole lot to learn there uh point two six four was that rating and then the final episode of the season the final days of owen Hart, was actually the um pulled the biggest rating 0. 0.349 or interested in that so the last days of owen Hart, uh really interesting stuff apparently dark side of the ring is on crave in canada right.
2: yeah to get crave you have to either pay for it or you have yeah. to subscribe. You have to subscribe to a movie package to get it. You can't even get the channel by itself. So
1: yeah, I tried to get Vice and down here, and it was they wanted so much money. So I just uh, either watch it on YouTube or I uh, watch it on this. Uh, there's a, I got a thing online that I can get it. But yeah, I mean it's it's a really good show. I really like Dark Side of the Ring. I always I haven't missed an episode. Um, Still to this day, I think maybe the Benoit episode was really good, but the one that really got me and really got me into it was the Bruiser Brody episode. I still think that's the best one they ever did. Um, I wonder if they wouldn't
2: benefit if they maybe went uh, a little longer.
1: Yeah, I think an hour is not long enough. I thought the two hours with Benoit was great. Um, I think they could have told a lot more of the story in two hours with a lot of those guys. Well, you
2: gotta, yeah, I mean, you got to wonder what's, what, what ended up on the cutting room floor that probably maybe should have made it in but couldn't just because of time.
1: Yeah, um, that's why I always think an hour's kind of it, – it's not enough, especially with commercials because you're getting like 44 minutes, roughly. Yeah,
2: something, something like that. So, I mean, it's not – by the time they kind of give you the background and all that, they've blown 10 minutes. So you basically got a half hour. Well, that's not really very long to tell somebody's life story. I mean, no, no,
1: it's not. And and a lot of times, like people are expecting this to be like we're going to talk about everything that happened with them. Where you know it's like oh we talk about everything but they don't. You
2: no, know, they're just hitting that, that that big money moment, whatever it might have been.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is, but uh, yeah, so we recommend it, I think, uh, if, if you haven't watched it, I recommend you checking it out, I think it's pretty cool, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Worth, worth checking out. All right, Certainly. so we promised everybody last week, Tim did, uh, was supposed to put together some sports trivia last week, and he didn't, but uh, th- this week, Tim, is their sports trivia, because uh, our man Jeff is back in the saddle, and He's ready to take take
2: me on here. Well, Jeff, you get your thinking cap on. Nate, you get your dunce cap, and let's
1: get ready to roll. Okay, I don't know if I can get the point in here, but I'm going to try. Watch out. Uh, uh, Boy, how many times have I told that to a young lady? All right, (laughs) anyway. (laughs)
2: That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so are you ready?
1: There's Diana looking like some kind of whore.
2: Let's, uh... Let's have the uh, virtual flip of the coin. Uh, Uh. Jeff, Jeff, call it in here. Tails. That was heads. You're out of luck.
3: (laughs) Is this going to be fixed?
2: Uh, (laughs) Trust me, there's no fix
3: here. (laughs) in
2: In full disclosure, we did. I briefly said we should fix it. And just bury you, but <laughs> Nate would not be a party. Would not be a party to it. So
1: I'm a man <laughs> like, of my word. Be, damn it!
3: Be like the uh, Montreal screw job,
1: right? <laughs> the, the the wide men can't screw job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Anyway, Nate.
1: Yes. Your first question.
2: All right. What what team won the very first NBA game?
1: Jesus. Oh,
2: wow. uh, right. What? I'll give you the date, November 1st,
1: 1946.
2: Damn. Uh, all right, 46. And it, it is, and it is. I'll give you one more hint. It is a franchise that still exists today. It's not some weird shit that you've never heard of.
1: Okay, okay. Uh. You know, when, when you think old school ball, you just throw it out. Boston Celtics.
3: Incorrect. Damn. Jeff, over to you. Uh, I'm gonna we'll go with uh the rival, the Minneapolis Lakers.
2: Oh, sorry, incorrect. Yeah, you gotta think mean think about it. The New York
1: Knicks. Knicks, yeah. Hmm. I know it was either Boston the, or the Knicks.
2: The Knicks won the first game against Toronto, believe it or not, sixty eight sixty six and and I'll throw this in. This is how weird basketball was back in the day. Any fan who was taller than the Toronto Center got in for free. <laughs> Now, now I don't know how tall Toronto-centric George Nostrand was because I've never heard of him, but that's a rather interesting little fact. Um, All right, moving on. Jeff,
1: trivia question now.
2: Yes. Who was the first player in NBA history to be elected the MVP by a unanimous vote? And I won't give you the year, because that'll give it away. (laughs) Uh,
3: I'll say...
1: Wilt Chamberlain.
2: Uh, Incorrect.
1: Nathan. I want to... This is going to sound like a weird answer, but I feel like it was Steph Curry.
2: That is correct, sir. Ha! Wow. 2016, wow. Steph Curry. Wow. How about that?
1: I did that's not. A... I did not cheat either. I actually knew that one. I was.
2: That's that's some crazy shit. It all
1: really right is. Thing.
2: Yeah, that's 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 pretty good. That was a good pull. Thank um, you. All right. Continuing in that theme, who scored the first NBA three-point basket?
1: Wow. Oh, I will 100. give you the
2: year. It was 1979. Hell, I'll give you the team. It was the Boston Celtics.
1: Oh, Jesus. 79 Celtics?
2: Where's Bogus when you need him?
1: Yeah, really? Uh, I don't really know anybody from that era. Uh, John Havlicek. Incorrect. All right. Jeff.
2: Uh, Larry Bird. Incorrect, but I'll give, it was Chris Ford, but I'll give you a little trivia. It was the debut game of rookie Larry Bird.
1: Hmm. Huh. Chris Ford could be standing here in my house, and I wouldn't know who he is. Me neither. Except
2: he was a coach, right? Yeah. He coached in the early 90s.
1: I've never heard that name. I swear I haven't.
2: Alright, so that's whose question now? Jeff. I Jeff. still have
1: a one nothing lead.
2: One nothing. Here's your chance to redeem yourself, Jeff. Who was the youngest player to score ten thousand points in his NBA career?
3: Youngest player. Uh probably LeBron.
1: That is correct. Yeah. I knew that one.
2: Twenty-three years and fifty-nine days for LeBron. So, now does Jeff get to keep going, or to go over to you, Nate?
1: No, it it, it goes back and forth.
2: All right. Um, what team owns the longest winning streak in NBA history?
1: Oh shit! That would be the Golden State Warriors. That would be incorrect. Oh, really? Jeff. Huh.
3: I'll say the uh, Lakers.
2: <laughs> oh, Jeff, you devil. That is correct.
1: If
3: it wasn't
2: he the Warriors, worked.
1: it would be the Lakers.
2: The Lakers won 33 straight in the 71 72 season.
1: I know the Golden State was close to that. I remember that. There were, cha- there the, lot of- there-
2: Go ahead. What was that? No?
1: Go ahead, Jeff.
3: There was a lot of talk during the ninety six season that the Bulls might be able to win, break their record. And at one time I believe the Bulls that year was thirty three and three or thirty nine and something that like that. But uh they did and they won quite I think they might have got up to maybe in the twenties but then it ended but um, that that's that's a lot of games. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, let me You're see here. Kidding. Yeah,
1: the, the the Warriors got to looks like twenty eight straight. The heat back in uh if you can, and that's over two seasons. The heat in 2012, 2013 got to twenty seven. So okay. Yep, yeah, all right. I, I really right. thought that Golden State broke that record. No, all right, back to what? Jeff. He's up two Jeff? he's up two one.
2: Jeff, two to one. Um all right. Who is the all time leading scorer in men's college basketball? Mm. And it's not and it's not a nobody. It is a name you should know. Because I knew it, uh, so, you, so you should know it.
3: Probably, uh, probably Pete Maravich.
2: <laughs> that is correct. Damn! <laughs> I didn't
3: Mitchell know that.
2: Pete owns the uh, three highest single season averages in Division One history.
0: Though.
3: He averaged like 50 a game, didn't he? Or 45. Yeah,
0: he was stuff. ridiculous.
3: 3,600 points in 400 games. Yeah. Oh,
0: no, 30, sorry, Thirty six
2: <laughs> Thirty-six hundred and sixty-seven points in eighty-three games. Sorry,
1: that, so that's without that, a three-point line, too.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, like,
1: without a three.
2: That's somewhere between forty and fifty points a game.
1: That's absurd. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I, you all know, right. if, if I were to ask that, I was gonna, I was gonna think Lou Alcindor. But yeah, Pete Maravich makes a lot of sense. Uh, all right, here's a
2: here's a gooder. Well, right. Back 13, to me. Right? Jeff's
1: up 3 1. I got to get Where one here. Jeff,
2: how many games did Wilt Chamberlain foul out of during his 14 year NBA career?
0: Hmm. Oh.
2: I know. Mean, this was, this was interesting. This was interesting to me.
1: I'm going to go with none. That is
2: correct. Ooh! In his 14-year NBA career, he only averaged two fouls a game. Wow. Yeah, because he didn't yeah, have I to get it. near I it. You. I He just, just it was Either it. zero or one. <laughs> Despite averaging 45 minutes per game, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, well he didn't have zero. to get close
1: to you because he was so big, and he just swat the ball. He never had to touch you. All
2: right, so we're back to three to two, and back to Jeff.
1: Yeah. Back to All Jeff. Right, Jeff. What
2: what player won the All-Star Game MVP, the NBA MVP, and the Finals MVP in the year
3: 2000?
1: Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say Shaq. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That
2: is
3: correct.
1: I knew that one.
2: (laughs) I knew that one. Shaq joined only Willis Reed in 1970 and Michael Jordan in 1996.
1: The only other two guys to ever do that. Good job, Jeff. I knew that one. (laughs) I was hoping you'd say Kobe. I was like, oh, it's fucking Shaq.
2: (laughs) All right, Nathan, over to you. Y'all. Who won... The Nestle Crunch Slam Dunk Contest in
1: 1988. 88. 88. Oh, shit. Uh, Jordan did the dunk from the line in... It wasn't 88. It was a couple years later. Uh... Shoot. I want to say Dominique Wilkins.
2: Uh, that is incorrect. Good guess.
1: Damn. Damn. Mm.
3: Jordan won back-to-back, but I can't remember if it was 86 and 87 or 87 and 88.
1: If Jeff doesn't get this, I want to take another shot at it. Go ahead, Jeff. All right. I right.
3: want to say, uh, yeah, I'll say Jordan.
0: <laughs>
2: that is correct. I should have
1: known it was Jordan. Okay. Was in, I was, it, was thinking in Chicago that
3: year. the perfect.
1: I was thinking. It was, it was I was thinking Jordan, but I, I thought I thought Jordan won after eighty eight. Okay.
2: So where are we at now? Four to two?
1: Five two. Uh five to
2: two. <laughs> Jeff quick to point out that it's five to two.
1: Well, I mean, he he's got the lead here. Oh no, no, no. Uh, He got the Shaq question. Up? That was a damn gimme. <laughs> we're
2: back to we're back to
1: Jeff. Jeff's
2: question. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what team drafted Paul Gasol in the 2001 NBA draft?
1: Shit, I know this one. Hmm. Uh,
3: uh, I believe somebody drafted him and then traded him. Uh, was it, I believe it was the Grizzlies.
2: Uh, is that your final answer? Yeah. Uh, no, that is incorrect.
1: No, he got drafted and then traded to Memphis. He was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks.
2: That is correct. Did you look that up quick, Nate, or what? <laughs> no, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that is that is correct.
2: No, I knew that I don't look that I don't cheat <laughs> I
0: knew that
2: <laughs> alright uh, so we're to 5 what now 5-4 five 5-3 five five three. Three. I keep trying to give Nate an extra one uh, back to me it's, well, it's to Nate uh, who is the highest scoring foreign born player in NBA history
1: foreign born that would be Dirk Nowinski that is correct all right. Wait That's kind day, of man. a gimme. I'll take it. I'll take a gimme. <laughs> I had a gimme with uh, Shaq, I guess. So. The Shaq was a gimme. Right. I'll take the dirt gimme.
2: All right. Now we're going We're going deep dive for Jeff here.
1: Was it 5-4 now? Yeah. yeah.
2: Deep di- dive right. for Jeff. How many players were allowed on the court per team in the first college basketball game? Mm. Which occurred February 9th
1: 1895, so you Good weren't there God <laughs> yeah, so you weren't so you weren't Good there God Good God that's it God almighty <laughs> uh, six
2: I told you some of it would be hard uh, nope six will not get her done Nate.
0: oh God uh,
2: four no I'm trying to figure this out. The answer is nine, which means there was eighteen guys on the floor.
1: Good wow. lord!
2: How in the hell did how was the score not like four hundred to three eighty seven or something? Uh, a, lot
1: deep, a lot of deep, lot of defense.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know because that just seems absolutely nuts to me. But yeah, nine—that's crazy. All right, so five, four, and we're back to eight.
1: Yep, I can tie uh, it up.
2: Who is the only coach to win both an NCAA national championship and an NBA title?
1: Larry Brown. Oh, Nate had that one. He another knew that gimmie. one.
2: He had that one. He knew that one.
1: That's right. I knew that. All five right, five, baby. <laughs> Jeff said There's another
2: gimme. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's uh, here's one for Jeff. I don't know why. Jeff seems to be getting the harder questions. I don't know why that is. (laughs) Good, about
1: damn Tom.
2: What NBA player was nicknamed the Houdini of the hardwood?
3: Houdini of
1: the hardwood.
2: I will give you a hint because this is pretty hard. Um, He played for the Boston Celtics.
1: Okay, not who I thought it was going to be. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's
3: a Bob Coozy?
2: Jesus Christ. Yeah, sounded character. That's who I, that's that who I was going to
3: say. That's who I was going to say. That's boy. yeah. Do you guys know well, he done. played in uh, Blue Chips? The movie Blue Chips you all ever watched? I've never oh, seen Zach it. And no, no. Oh, you need to you gotta watch it. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah, that's not have to you watch, gotta watch it. You gotta watch when you said he played he when you basketball. said
1: he when you said he played for Boston, I was like, Oh man, Coozie maybe? So yeah, good job, Jeff. Yeah, I right, yeah, right. oh, was gonna guess Coozie myself if you had to pick four. him. Uh, Six five, bastard. Six, Six five. five uh, who
2: was the only player to be voted most valuable player in the ABA and the NBA?
1: Dr. J, Julie Serving.
2: Name the teams. What is it? For an, name the teams for an extra point.
1: 76ers and <laughs> the, the Nets. Oh, very good. Well done. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you don't get the extra points, though. I anyway. figured
1: I didn't. Right. I figured I didn't, but I'll take the All
2: right. 6 6-6. Um, hmm. no, I'll go with this one anyway. This is the next one on the line, so sorry, Nate. Uh, Jeff, who was the first player to lead the NBA in both scoring and steals in the same season? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't
0: know
2: this MJ. one. Correct.
1: I didn't know that. He
3: actually did it three times.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> no,
3: I'm surprised. I, I really, I, people wanted to, and people want to debate the GOAT. <laughs> I,
1: it's, it's silly to me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I no, mean, come there's, on.
2: There's not really, there's not really any debating
1: there. Nick, Nick uh, Wright would be throwing a fit right now. <laughs> you know what, Nick he Wright? Is. You're welcome. Nick Wright, you're welcome to come on here and throw a fit anytime you want. And I'm going to call you a bitch. <laughs> okay, Jesus, that one's too easy. <laughs> oh, God damn, he got Michael Jordan Go. I'm Go right. ahead, dude. Right. Do your worst. No, it's okay. Do your worst.
2: Oh, well, here's the next one. What player holds the NBA record for most career assists?
1: John Stockton. Yeah,
2: so that was a little too easy. Even I would have got that one. Uh, Jeff got
1: Michael Jordan, so. <laughs> all
0: right. And this Aaron, this is
2: the next question
1: for Jeff.
2: We're tied That's again, fun. are we?
1: Yeah. yeah. Was it 7-7 seven, seven right. or 6-6? Six, six, or Yeah, 7-7. Seven, 7-7.
2: Seven. Seven, 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 seven. What player holds the record for most block shots in a game?
0: Ooh, hmm.
2: and I'll even and and it's a seventeen. Gee. Two thousand seventeen. No, no, he's
3: seventeen.
2: Oh, 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 17,
3: blocks blocks, seventeen blocks. Blocks uh, of seventeen. Wow, that's a lot of blocks. It really is. Uh, it was. I think it was recent, wasn't it?
2: No, it is not recent at all.
3: Hmm.
2: In fact, it's probably older than well, it is older than both of you.
3: Wow. Well, knocks out who I was going to say. I was thinking about saying Matumbo. Uh,
1: I've got one guess personally. I
3: guess uh, Bill Russell.
2: No,
1: nope, I'm sorry. Incorrect. Nate? My, my guess is Will Chamberlain.
2: It's not him either. I've never heard it, of this guy, but he played for the Lakers. Elmore Smith.
1: I've never heard that name in my life.
2: <laughs> I haven't either, but he must have had one hell of a night in 1973 because
1: apparently 17
2: block shots is a shitload. <laughs> either
1: that or he was playing against the midget squad. Well, it wasn't the next.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, all right. In the Lollipop yeah. Guild. This one I didn't. Who says it? Nate, did you, are you up?
1: Yeah, it's back to me.
2: Okay, I didn't know this one. This one
1: was interesting to me, but here you
2: go. Who was the only Harlem Globetrotter player to ever win league
1: MVP in the NBA? Oh God! I don't know much about the Globetrotters. I'm, as a guess, I'm just going to say Curly Neal. Yeah, nope, sorry. All right. Jeff? Jeff probably knows this one. I don't.
3: I, I really don't know a lot of the I'm, yeah. I'm only thing I'm, I'm thinking it may have been uh, Walt Frazier, maybe.
2: Well, that's a good guess, but no. This, this one was interesting because it's Wilt Chamberlain.
0: He
1: was a Globetrotter? He
2: played, he played for the Globetrotters before he was in the NBA.
1: Wow, wow. I didn't know that. He
2: played for the I, didn't know, I didn't know I didn't know Walt
1: Frazier was a globetrotter. <laughs> yeah, I don't for know the he was Trotters. or not. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but
2: that was a good guess. He played in 1958 and
1: 1959 before he joined the NBA. Huh. I'll be damned! I didn't know that. Learned something new. Yeah, yeah that was an interesting. one. That's why I like these trivia fun. shows. not only are they fun, they're educational.
2: <laughs> okay, those are all too easy. All right, here's one to test. Huh. With. What's what's the <laughs> score? We got seven seven. That seven correct? seven, yeah. back to Jeff. Okay. Okay, well this is question fifteen, it's the last one I got, so this is the tiebreaker. If oh, okay. anybody gets it, of course. And okay. I don't know if they will or not. What NBA player was thrown out of a record one hundred and twenty seven games?
0: Oh shit. <laughs> one hundred and twenty
3: seven games?
2: That's a shitload. <laughs> Wow. I've never heard of him.
0: (laughs) I've got to be honest.
2: I've never heard of him.
3: I guess he's before our time, too, right?
2: Um, It doesn't give a year, but I'm going to guess that that's the case.
3: You wouldn't wouldn't be able to get away with that now. Uh, Hmm.
2: I'm gonna to have to come up with a tiebreaker question because there's no way either of you guys are getting this, unless somebody has some serious knowledge here.
3: Yeah, Not that you
2: guys don't, but this is—if you knew this, this would be quite surprising.
3: I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of some old thuggish players, maybe. Well, the only
2: hint I could give you that they give here is he—they said he was one of the NBA's first power forwards. But that wouldn't help me even a tiny bit.
3: Uh,
2: Oh, good Lord, no one there. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't
3: don't have a guess. I don't have a guess. I, the only, I'm, not gonna, the
1: first, I'm just going to say the first name that came to mind And I'm sure I'm wrong uh, First name with me was Rasheed Wallace
2: He is actually There is uh, it, the multiple choice He was one of them but it's not him It is of course the first power forward The one and only Vern Mickelson <laughs> And you say Vern, You say who's Vern Mickelson And I say I don't know he played for the uh, Lakers from uh, 1949 to
1: 1959. <laughs> Apparently he didn't play long.
2: Well, no, he was a pretty good player Four NBA championships, six-time All-Star. <laughs>
1: so he was a pretty good player. but And didn't take no shit.
2: <laughs> 120 objections <laughs> is something else. Uh, okay, let's see. So we're 7-7, seven, seven, so i got to come up with... Something that would uh, break the tie here, eh? Well, let's take bids. Who who wants to win the title? Anyone? No, you don't. (laughs) Well, we can't have a tie, can we?
1: No.
3: Uh, The tie is a loss to me anyway, so.
1: (laughs) Oh, listen there.
3: (laughs) Oh, okay.
2: All right, smarty (laughs) face.
1: Listen there. Johnny Big Dick, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no
2: what Moxie? What balls? What, what what the gall of this man? Come come on as a guest and throw that at you?
1: Ah uh, oh, hell, wow. he's the third. He's the third wide man these days. Yeah, third will. Um, I'm just trying to find one that's
2: not an easy, not not that easy because. Surprisingly, when you're doing trivia, again, it's very hard to come up with questions that you don't think, you know, because if I don't know them, that doesn't mean that much. Then I go, okay, well, Jeff knows quite a bit. Nate knows quite a bit. This question might be, like, way too easy for these guys. So you eliminate quite a few uh, because you just don't think they're hard enough. All right. How about this? How about
1: you give Jeff a question, and if I you give Jeff a question, if he gets it right, then you give me a question, and if I get it right, we'll do it like college. Instead of just giving one question, does that make sense? But if Jeff misses the question and I steal, then I win.
2: I got I got a question. All right, here we go. All right. What player currently holds the record for most playoff games played? And I hope this no. is not. Oh, hold on! No, I better not go with that. This is too old a to site. That's not going to be right anymore. Um, there's no way that answer is correct. Uh, hold on. All right, I think this is probably still right. What NBA? Wait, 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 wait! Who's who's the
1: question for?
2: Uh, well. I... Uh, the defending champion gets. gets
1: Okay. So you're going to ask him one. If he gets it right, you ask me one. If I get it wrong, then he wins. Okay. Fair enough. And I'm going
2: to just assume that these questions are correct. So if you have other knowledge, I'll look it up and see if you're right. All right. Fair
1: enough. That's fine. That's fine.
2: What, what NBA coach has the record for most playoff losses?
3: Hmm. 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 Hmm.
1: Well That's a That's a tough one Huh So it's Jeff's question Hmm That's a That's a good question I don't know. I can't even
2: give you a hint because...
1: No, I don't, it, no hints. This is for yeah, it all, son. No hints.
2: It's, it's... Yeah, well, we'll see. let play off the wall, um,
1: yeah.
3: hmm. There's two or three guys there. I just... I know it has to be one of them. Ah. Uh, We'll say uh just say just because he's been to went to so many playoffs. I'm uh, to we'll say uh Jerry Slum.
0: Oh
3: meh
2: sorry. Incorrect.
1: Mm. It's A good guess. Good, it's a guess, very good guess. Good guess. Um see I was thinking along the same lines, a guy that I always thought would be in the playoffs. Uh yeah you know, coached a long time, would get there, never quite get over the hump, never won a title. Uh I was gonna go with uh George Carl.
2: Oh that's not a bad guess either. Your 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 thinking is right but only to a point. To have lost that many to be first. Bill Jackson He must have been, must have been in a shitload. You're on the right track with Phil Jackson. Uh, maybe uh one knocks down from there, in my opinion.
3: Um, is it Don Nelson?
2: you nope. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I know if I give you that. Well, I guess neither of you got it, so it's fine. Yeah, neither of us got yeah. it. Okay, think Think Lakers.
1: Pat Riley? Correct. Ah, 100,
2: 111 playoff losses.
1: Makes sense, makes sense. So it, it makes sense. Well,
3: he, coached the, well, he coached the Heat, Knicks, and the Lakers.
1: So. Yeah, okay. and they yeah. and he was always in the playoffs.
3: Right. So he did get
2: to quite a few games where when they just got smacked around. So yeah. Um. All right. All so, right. Back uh, to on. Jeff
1: again. Or does it go to me now?
2: No, so you get to go first this time. Um, oh, okay. Since since 1980. Okay. What NBA team with the most regular season wins? has failed to win the title in a season.
1: Mm. So it's the season that they won the most games and they didn't win the title?
2: Correct. Right. And I'm going to assume this is still right.
1: Mm, probably not, because that answer would be the Golden State Warriors. Because they won 73 and didn't win the title.
2: Okay, they're not, okay then this isn't right then. So... Removed
1: it probably out? it probably it probably says Utah Jazz, doesn't it? Nope. Mm. Golden State did win seventy three and didn't win the title though.
2: Okay, well then that makes that question kind of moot. But
1: Let's give another one. All right. Um... Jeff, you would agree with me on that though, right?
3: Right. That the that the Warriors are the team that's won the.
1: Won the most, most regular games season without. games in a season and then didn't win the title.
3: Because this was uh, was that
1: was, I don't think that
3: was that the question. Yeah, that was
2: yeah yeah it was this one says Dallas Mavericks sixty seven games.
3: Oh, in okay. oh yeah, in they lost to an eight seed, didn't they? Yeah, so they got beat the by uh, got went beat by the Warriors. The Warriors.
1: Baron Davis led Warriors, but Golden State won seventy three, okay, and uh, um, they they did not win the title that year. Right, that was the right, year the okay. Bronze Cavs beat them.
2: Okay, um, what player has committed the most turnovers in NBA playoff history? This oh, one will be still be true. this one is probably still right.
1: Most turnovers in playoff history. Ooh. Ooh. Most turnovers in playoff history. That is a tough one. Hmm. Ooh. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna go with Scottie Pippen. Uh incorrect. Huh? Okay. Oh, a very good.
2: Jeff, a very good guess.
1: Jeff, if you get it, you win. Uh, That's a tough one.
3: John Stockton. Yeah. So we're going
2: to another question. The answer is Magic Johnson. Oh, oh. God,
3: that's
1: should have went a first gimme. Thing. Wow, when that's you just,
2: when you think about it a little bit,
3: yeah, kind of. Yeah, that,
1: right? if you use your head and it's like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I, I figured
3: it. to be a point guard. So, cause yeah. Have
1: the I should have went with well, point guard. I don't know why. All right, I so calling. we're
3: we're over to Jeff mm-hmm. again, are we?
1: Yeah, back to Jeff.
2: All right, what NBA franchise holds the record for consecutive playoff appearances, years-wise,
0: mm.
2: mm. games?
3: Uh, oh. Something wants me to say it's Boston, but I just, I don't know. We'll say the
2: Jazz. Sorry, that is incorrect.
1: Nathan. My guess would be the San Antonio Spurs.
2: It's Nate Bush for the win. Wow. Oh! 22 seasons between 1998
3: and 2019. Wow. The more I thought about it, I was like thinking of Popovich. Which I think they broke the Jazz's record, I think.
1: Also yeah, I think they did. Like
2: five titles during that time span.
1: Yeah, I would say they've made the playoffs like every year that I have that I can remember. They've made the playoffs. And that's the crazy thing is like because they're close to not making it this year. And if they don't, it'll be the first time since 1998 they haven't made it. That's crazy. Yeah, and it doesn't look like they're going to make it.
2: Because they're twelve the seed right now. For the record, the uh, Jazz had twenty seasons, but Portland actually had twenty-one between wow. eighty-three between eighty-three and two thousand and three. So,
1: I would have never guessed Portland
2: and the Celtics. You, which you mentioned, were next with nineteen. So,
1: there you go. Well,
3: there you have it. never won a and they Portland never won an NBA title during that time period.
1: During that time period, they did not.
3: Eda did the jazz. <laughs> so jazz have never
1: life. won one period.
2: Most poor guys. My poor franchise. Well there you have it. Nate Bush.
3: Nate. Well I'm Woo. glad I didn't tie. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Full
2: disclosure, Jeff got a slightly hard questions there for a bit, but oh well. Uh, oh,
3: hell. No, he won. He he had I I had a chat question I think it was kind of easy, but uh, you know. It is what
2: it is. Well, see that will be the difference because in the regular, in the Jeopardy trivia, of course the questions are easy and hard, right? So, or harder. So yeah. there's a little bit more,
1: a little bit more leeway there for.
2: That's gonna, yeah. We might, we might have to schedule that for two weeks. That's gonna take some work to. All right, yeah. We we'll,
1: we won't do it next week. We'll wait for yeah. a couple of weeks.
2: That's gonna take some work to be able to keep track of all that, you know, when you get one wrong and all that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, it's gonna be, be a good time. You're gonna love it, and it'll be all sports too. It ain't gonna be just basketball.
1: <laughs> there better be some freaking wrestling in there, damn it! only no, <laughs> like, yeah, way I'm gonna have a chance. Like we're gonna have uh Reba McIntyre, and that'll be all. <laughs> que- that'll be all questions
2: about Tito Santana.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, bring him on! Bring him on! I just listened to a Tito Santana podcast the other day, so bring him on. <laughs> Then we'll have, you know, like, funny oh, story. Yeah. Funny story about Tito Santana. Um I met him one time. He came down here for a uh, uh a match here in uh, West Virginia for the ASW promotion and I was working the table next to his. I forget who whose table it was, but nevertheless Tito was there. And uh I leaned over to him and I said, Hey, you know, Mr. Santana, uh I do the commentary here and I do a lot of the heel commentating and stuff like that. I said, and I want to get your permission. Is it okay if on commentary, I steal Jesse's old line and call you Chico Santana? And (laughs) he looked at me and he started grinning and he laughed. He said, brother, you do whatever you want to do. And I was like, all right, I got your blessing. I'm doing it. So if you ever pick up that DVD, uh, I remember I was working at four horsemen's table. If you ever if you ever pick up the D V D you will see and hear me calling Tito Santana Chico Santana and uh with his permission. that
2: is so politically incorrect, even with his permission.
1: <laughs> hey, he said it was okay.
2: Good. It's about as politically incorrect as my category for Jeff, of teams that are better than North Carolina.
0: <laughs>
2: Ooh, no. well,
3: well that wouldn't be any then.
2: No, no, no. Oh, no. It's, 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 actually, it's the other way around, Jeff. It's just any NCAA school with a franchise, you know. Any of them. Ow. Just name one.
0: Well, that except was this past year, Duke. at least. Except for Duke.
2: Not Duke, though, because I hate
1: Duke. <laughs> God. Makes both, Your, hatred... Makes two of <laughs> Your hatred to us. Your hatred for Duke. Was... I can't figure it out.
2: Oh, dude, it's legendary. I think because everybody's first, got
1: like five college time, teams that they just can't stand. Duke is yours, first, one I, of yours.
2: Yes, the first time I ever saw the Final Four was the year uh, Duke Michigan, I believe. Or was that ah, maybe not the okay. Final, but that that game? And I hated yeah. Christian Leitner with a passion.
3: <laughs> and Most everybody I, did. <laughs> I hated them, and I've hated
2: them ever since. And then they keep spitting out retards. You know, they had. Jimmer Fredette, who I couldn't stand, and that tripping asshole they had last year. J- Jimmer Fredette years.
1: played for BYU.
2: <laughs> I thought played, no, who was who the guy that... No, they got another guy.
3: J.J. Redick?
2: Red, no, one Redick. Grayson Allen, I hate. No, oh, Grayson
3: Allen's a punk, yeah. so... Mr. Flop. Mr. Flop.
2: <laughs> but I gotta yeah. admit, the guy who really gets me the most is their coach. That goddamn... How the hell you get Shashevsky out of that mess? He should be Mike... <laughs> Kraszewski, Mishki, something, but not Szeszewski. There's no S's in there anyway. It's crazy. Don't like them. Hate, hate them. Can't stand the Cameron in Indoor Arena. Should burn to the ground. I don't know what else. Jeez. Oh, I, I hate Duke. Everything about it makes me sick. Well, I got and a never bit, had a... it Go ahead.
3: Uh, I get. Uh, I mean, I'd rather see them lose and watch Carolina win. I get a bigger <laughs> And I got
2: And probably the reason I hate them the most Is because they're good And they win a lot And it's easy to hate them Especially when they're Kicking the shit Out of your team All the time Which they did On a regular basis Although everybody Kicked the shit Out of Michigan But that's another story
1: But yeah look, 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 Before we get out of here I do want to bring that up um, I, I I always had a top five I had a top five Teams I couldn't stand It was actually schools Like and it was from different sports, you know. It was like, okay, if I had to pick five schools that I could just eliminate and because I don't want to ever see them again. That, you know, I kind of had that list. Do you all have a five or is it just a couple or, or something like that? I'll give you my top five if you want. Yeah, but I'll, I'll
2: give you mine as soon as you're done.
1: All right. Jeff, you got one or are you going to think on it for a second?
3: Uh, go ahead.
1: All right. So, I, my top five consists of... And this is in no particular order, by the way. The, the hate is interchangeable. Um, Ohio State is one of them. I hate them, and and it's even more annoying when they go, the Ohio State. Talk to me Oh God, I hate that. Yeah. Um, sorry Jeff, North Carolina. I, I've everybody that I grew up with were North Carolina fans, and they drove me crazy. I couldn't stand it. Um. <laughs> USC Trojans because Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet if they could have would have blown Pete Carroll in the mid 2000's and may have may <laughs> have for all I know uh the Oklahoma Sooners I can't stand Oklahoma because once again Corso and, and, and Herbstreet if if they could they would go and just lay in you know Bob Stoops' shadow and jerk off if they could because they love him so much and uh that final team, as much as it pains me to say out there for you, brother, Ed Bogus, Notre Dame. Not a Notre Dame fan. <laughs> and you know what? If Major Harris hadn't gotten hurt, West Virginia would have won that national championship game, by God, and I don't uh, care who knows it.
2: You whiner. But you're not wrong, because mine are quite easily Duke, and that is an order, number one. Not even close. Then Oklahoma, I agree. I'll also put Alabama on that list, and I will also put Notre Dame on that list. And last but not least, because they're interchangeable, USLCA whatever letters you want to use from the West Coast. Because I hate both those franchises;
0: they <laughs> suck. <laughs>
3: hmm. uh, I'd have to go with Duke. Oh, of course,
0: uh, okay. Miami. Paddle, Paddle. Miami.
1: Oh, um, I forgot about them. Yeah, know yeah, you're right there. My, uh, that, uh, and another thing that annoys me, before you move on, uh, when they do the football games, just for example, do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, that's fine. Uh,
3: Florida. Uh, I don't like uh, Notre Dame either. Are we just talking about <laughs> like college teams or just teams in general?
1: I'm just going college. I mean, we all got pro teams we don't like, huh. but I would just say Colleges. Uh, I was going to say, I don't like the Cubs
3: in baseball. I don't, I'm sorry, Tim. I
1: don't like the Cowboys sh- in football. Oh, no,
3: that's
2: okay. You can hate the Cowboys. I'm all right with
3: that. Um, I hate them sometimes.
2: Don't <laughs> say Tim doesn't even
1: like the Cowboys much these days.
2: <laughs> I hate them sometimes, so it's all right.
1: <laughs> uh, I can't stand probably... any team that's coached by Pete Carroll. That, that, that's, I, I can't stand Seattle. I can't stand USC. If Pete Carroll coached, you know, the Pasadena Chargers, which is a you know Midget league football team, I would hate them. So yeah, there you go. And if anybody gets the Pasadena Chargers reference, you well, are a friend gonna, of mine.
2: We're going to have to get your list of top five hated coaches because that's okay. Mm-hmm. I got two now: Pete Carroll and John Gruden.
1: So there's two. Pete Carroll, John Gruden, Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> oh. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think here. Hold on. G- give me a minute here. Uh, yeah, John and Pete Carroll are one, are one and two, no doubt. Tom Thibodeau's up there because he ruined the Timberwolves. Come on, you gotta put uh, you gotta
2: put, the, you gotta put uh, Joe Paterno on that list. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not I'm not going there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going oh, there at all. Oh, kidding. Greg Schiano, Greg Schiano, fuck Greg Schiano, Greg going to eat my dick. Jeff, I hate that we guy.
2: Your, we need your fifth, Jeff. Come on now, don't leave us hanging. Ah. Uh, <laughs> A tough one. Uh, well, go for five and six if
3: you got two.
1: I hate Greg Schiano, man. He's on my list. Dude.
3: I've named about everybody I really despised, like in oh, football. Yeah. Or
2: Are you trying to suggest but... that you're a better person than us because you can only come up with four?
3: Uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead <laughs> say Penn, Penn. Penn State. There you yeah. go. That's not so bad. Yeah, I never have liked them really. Yeah, Stay away from their <laughs> clubhouse, I hear.
2: <laughs>
0: Jesus.
2: <sighs> Jesus? There was no Jesus there at all, like, I think. Right? Jesus, was, Jesus was down the road at Notre Dame.
1: <laughs> all right. Anyway, before we get way out of control and the MCC pulls us, we want to thank everybody for listening in this week. Two hours Sweet, just man. flew by. And uh, as your reigning defending trivia champion, I do want to thank everyone for tuning in. And thank you, Jeff, for... A noble trivia throwdown that, uh, we had. That PayPal money's
2: coming, right? It was
1: fixed. It was Job,
2: that PayPal money's coming,
1: right? Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Check us out if you haven't on Spotify. We're over on Spotify now. We're still up on everything else. iTunes, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio. And everywhere else, you download your favorite podcasts. Uh, big thanks, by the way, Tim. We got a new logo on Twitter. We sure did. Uh, yeah, Ed Bogus responded to it earlier. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't. He he said, "Caller Jeff going to be mad. He's not on there either way." Solid work. Uh, you know it. I say like, nobody's <laughs> name is on there, but yeah, still, we're not on it. Uh, so. Great logo there, um, by uh, a good a good friend of, of the show. Uh, she did a great job uh, Whose name is escaping me Tim, what's her name again? I forget
2: Miss, Miss Denae Barnes is the responsible Yes, Danae the Barnes
1: owner. She did a great job Absolutely a fantastic job so, uh, and, thank we, her. And, we,
2: and we had to pay her Let's throw that yeah, Well, of
1: course, we did pay her And that exchange rate, she really came out like a bandit But uh, <laughs> again, Jeff Thank you for jumping on And uh, you're welcome back next week As always, there's always plenty to talk about When Jeff's here so uh, uh, one, last,
2: one last thing before we go in there. Yes. Play the music.
1: Play the this music. Is play.
2: This is WWE Boggus Must Dance.
1: Oh! You're right. Boggus does have to dance. Shake it! Boggus must be <laughs> Well, there you go, right. the dancing box is back I but hope Jeff,
2: he's you... uh, saving his money Because his daughter is going to need therapy
1: <laughs> Because of watching him dance Jeff, no. yeah, we do <laughs> hope you come back next week We always like having you on You're always fun to talk to and Who knows, you may get a, another trivia challenge next week Maybe you can redeem yourself
3: uh, I hope to <laughs> Redeem yourself you guys. will have right ask man
2: Thirty-seven and <laughs> one in trivia.
1: Hey, shut up! <laughs> what was it they said in the Little Giants? Even if they beat you ninety-nine times out of a hundred, that still leaves one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff is the fun Jeff is
2: the Jeff is the man. If we really got down to the trivia. oh yeah, I,
3: <laughs> I quite well, well willingly... Nathan needs to win the basketball one. Really, to be honest. Basketball shows he needs True. to. Win.
2: Yeah, but I think you would probably win,
3: like, the fast food logos.
2: you would probably take that one.
1: the <laughs> not <Didn't> guarantee it. <laughs> Name the hey.
2: signature burger at these places. Nate's all. Over hey, now. I tell you,
1: you bring back some wrestling trivia, and you can ask me the hard questions, all right? Do it. About Stampede Selling Wrestling? You. Oh, Jesus, not that. Well... <laughs> That'd be tough, man, how,
2: man. Now there's caveats to everything now. No, not that. Well, that's wrestling, wasn't it?
1: I mean, I'd have trouble. I'd, I'd try. I'd, tr- I'd
2: struggle, though, but we'll who see. knows? Maybe we, maybe we need to do an all-wrestling trivia.
3: I would be okay yeah. with that. Hmm. I, I think I'd be a big disadvantage. You think so? Oh, yeah. Nathan, okay, what he if, can tell what you, like, every Royal Rumble, uh, there is, oh, yeah, no, where, I'm, staying I'm staying away from how many, the Royal Rumble. That's how many people use the bathroom there and everything? Yeah. I mean, he could
2: what tell their, you. What they, uh, did you know, uh, Jeff, the attendance at uh, Royal Rumble uh, 2000 was 41,632? And uh, 28,000 74 of them had white socks on. Did you know
1: that? Please. It was in Madison Square Garden. They couldn't pit 40,000 people in that building. Are you crazy? Well, counting the audience at home, there was
2: 2.7 million and four Eight, thirty-two percent of them had white socks on Did you know that?
1: They didn't do They didn't do that good of a buy rate
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you probably know What it is
1: No, I don't know the buy rate off the top of my head But Alright, let's call okay. it a night, gentlemen Yeah,
2: one last thing though Just one more thing
1: Okay Let's
2: let's make sure that Bogus is listening To the very end mm.
1: Notre Dame sucks, Ed Good night. We forgot to do a bogus bedtime story. All right, next week, bogus bedtime story returns. We All promise. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's hit it. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at slash Wide Men Can't Jump. You can check us out on Patreon at slash Wide Men Can't Jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfund.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com slash Collectibles LLC, and stay classy, meet's. Well, you can check them out at stayclassymeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter at WideJump and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.